You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. Welcome back for For the Lore's fourth Dungeons and Dragons session in the world of Estion. We begin our adventure on Trake, the 13th of Lamb, year 307 in Truce. This puts us in what should be the middle of fall, but as our adventurers know, winter has come early this year. When last we left Sir Reginald and Tag, they had brought the, quote, merchant back to the Dwarven Guild and completed their first Adventurer's Guild quest, earning them level two in the process. Sir Reginald is in possession of what is believed to be a powerful Arston artifact, and now it's up to our adventurers to figure out what to do next. Well, we were walking towards the part of town where someone might be able to help identify the item. Correct. You were told that there is a mystical merchant by the name of Severin that can be found in the bazaar. I'm going to address Tag and say that I assume he has more knowledge about dealing with such shady, disrespectful people. I'm not sure whether to take that as a compliment or an insult, so I'll choose both. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do. Then in this case, I will defer to you to find this person and find out what it is that we have in our possession. Cool. Before we do that, uh, I have actually had a moment of inspiration and realized that I actually have the capability of identifying magic items. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Identify on said idol. All right. Well, from the Identify spell... You know uh, what Sir Reginald already knew, but I believe he kept that information to himself, that the amulet does have an attunement to the cold, granting resistance to ice damage. And while not a mystical enchantment per se, you do feel a strong draw to the north as if uh, the artifact does belong back in its home nation. Interesting. So we have an artifact that's linked to the cold that is not where it's supposed to be. And all of a sudden, winter is coming a little bit early. I do not believe this is any anything at all coincidence. Sorry. It's almost as if somebody had designed it this way. <laughs> somebody who's been watching too much Game of Thrones. If there's White Walkers, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll go back. Uh, we'll find this person. Uh, do we have a name or just general shop name or anything like that? Uh, Severin, you know, he's a human mage uh, that can, should be easy to find in the bazaar. He, he's, he should tend to stand out. All right. I will go make my way over there. All right. Uh, just give us a quick investigation roll. That's what I'm looking up. That's going to be awesome. Doop, doop. Yep. That's good enough. Wow. Minus two. Yup. Nice. <laughs> I sing. I don't search for shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's still good enough to find him. Like I said, he stands out. Uh, you see a tent uh, with a uh, like a violet canvas over the top and a bunch of odd-looking artifacts. You know, some animal parts in jars 
what you would expect from you know somebody claiming to be a mage in a in a, in a bizarre setting, uh, trying to hawk his wares. As he sees you walk by, he's like, "Ah, Master Orc, could I interest you in this wonderful talisman? It will bring you love in life." Well, I'm more interested in the one that I'm currently holding in my hands and wondering what you might be able to tell me about it. Ah, so you have already found love. Would that be your tiefling companion here? Uh, No, not quite up to my standards. Not toothy enough. Okay, there's no need to be snippy. I'm right here. And also, I'm holding the amulet, not you. I didn't say you could hold it. I said you can find out about it. (laughs) Think I'm going to trust you holding this? Regardless, we have in our position an amulet we wish to know more about, and we were told that you are the one, the one to uh, seek regarding such matters. Ah. What is your retainer, good sir? Well, uh, for a simple identification, I believe I could handle that for the low price of ten gold. Well, I have the rudimentary identification done. I'm looking for something a little more in-depth. Ah, I see. Uh, how about twenty-five gold in that case? You know, I really feel that since I've already done a bunch of the legwork, I think we could probably meet in the middle. How about 17 gold? Uh, It almost feels as if you're trying to persuade this gentleman. Oh, I am. Really? (laughs) 20, and that is my final offer. Can I persuade him? If you would like to uh, Do I have any persuasive things? Uh, you are actually pretty darn good at persuasion. Well, God Then damn. again, so is Tag, and he only rolled a four. Damn. What am I rolling here? Uh, you are rolling at a plus five. So... Click the D20 button. D20 and then bonus five. Do I do plus five or five? Just five. Five, that's what I thought. Slightly better. He'll come down to 18. Can I intimidate him? <laughs> You've already persuaded him. Do you really want to intimidate the one guy that can help you out? I'm guessing that's a pretty strong clue not to. That's entirely up to you. How much did he say? 18? 18 gold. I'll flip over the 18. That's fine. Well, I can too. So I'll take nine out of my... Okay. Cover nine as well. He will pocket the gold and hold out his hand for the amulet. Okay. Is there anywhere that he can run? I, it's you know, there's a wall to his back, so he would pretty much have to go through you okay. in order to get out. All right, well He's then. got you know other stalls to the sides. Okay, I will. Uh, I hand him over the thing. Mm. Uh, you see, he pulls out uh, like a, a special monocle and examines it closely. Uh, looks looks like orcish work. I, I, I assume that's how you came into possession of it, sir. Yep, it's a family heirloom. Ah, must be from a very old family. Well, we live a quite a long lives, if you uh, hadn't heard. Hmm, yes, I'd say hundreds upon hundreds of years. Eh, that sounds about right. So besides the age of it, what else can you tell us? You see he, he runs his hand over it. You see a small glow come across. He's like, ah, yes, uh, Attuned to the cold, but I think you could have figured that out yourself. Sense strong, strong energy. Define strong energy. Like, is this going to blow up in my hand? I, no, no. 
I, I think that's the least of your worries. The, the exact opposite, as a matter of fact, is more likely. Implosion, ugh. Uh, but yes, uh, this definitely is a, is a strong artifact from the north, from, from your people. Uh, it's... I'm, I'm sorry, sirs, it's beyond my recognition. I'm sorry, excuse me? It, I have never come across an artifact with this, this much power to it. Okay. I put my hand back out in front of him and leave it open palm up. <laughs> of course, yes, I, I, I did not provide any, any task for you, gentlemen, so... I will not charge. However, um, I may be able to at least give you some information and point you in the direction of somebody who could help you. Uh, say five gold. Say four gold because you're starting to piss me off. <laughs> okay. So he'll hand seven gold back to each of you then. Sufficient. Well, we're uh, all ears, friend. Well, in, in my estimation... Uh, it would be wise to bring this to the north, to, to the tribes. Uh, I believe the, the Crag Shoulder tribe has a, has a very good shaman who might help you uh, delve deeper into the mysteries of this. Uh, although there is another colleague of mine you may be interested in. He's, he's quite a way off, though. Uh, where is he about? Uh, are you familiar with the, the town of Cerulea? Yes, I Yes, am. we are. Ah, yes. Uh, a, a tiefling friend of mine, uh, a Mr. Carol Thysis. He has a great interest in artifacts of unknown power. He's, he's actually unraveled several mysteries uh, down in the jungles. He's a blord. He's a womanizer, a miscreant, and he's always peeing on himself. I have no faith in him. I know of who you speak. Ah, oh, do you? Yes. There was a time when he used to be respectable. Uh, and as I'm sure you're aware, uh, with with great genius also comes certain other character quirks. I don't know about genius. Martha left him and he lost it. He was useless to the world after that. That's not genius. What? That's just losing your shit. That doesn't mean the genius is gone, though. All right. It would seem our my friend has a, an emotional interest or disinterest in your colleague. However, we thank you for the information. Uh, here is another two gold for your trouble. And if anybody asks, we, uh, we're just passing through. Ah, I, I understand, I understand. So about that love talisman. I think my friend might be interested in that. I mean, it might put a smile on his face, perhaps. Otherwise, I think I'm quite, quite okay at this point. I'm going to snatch my amulet away from this jackass <laughs> and just walk out the door. He smiles. Waves you off. So, my friend, it seems like we have two options. We go and deliver this back to where it's supposed to be, or we go and take it somewhere else. Where it's supposed to be. It is right now exactly where it's supposed to be. I'm not so sure about that, friend. I have a sneaking suspicion that this amulet's going to be more trouble than it's worth. And I have a feeling that since it's got such strong artificial artifice powers, that it may not be unwise to return it from whence it came. Well, 
you are free to feel that way. And if you don't want to keep coming along, then you can go back and hide. I, however, am not letting go of this amulet until I find out more. Even if it means having to deal with that blowhard again. But the other option is we might find out more about it by taking it back there as well. If it's an or if it's an orcish item, I'm fairly confident that I can parlay with the tribes well enough that we might be able to at least figure that out. I mean, aside from, aside from that, I mean, what would your interest be in it at this point besides figuring out the mystery? You're you're talking to the the orcs did not go so well last time. So oh, my talking I with the orcs went fine. You're talking with the orcs failed. No, no, you had an item in their minds. They would not have heard anything from you. All they wanted was the item back. I seem to remember a very distinctly different conversation that involved great axes and your body being cleaved than what you're basically Are you done patting yourself on the back? I say we go back to Aurelia. It'll give me time to speak to my father. And we can check to see about more about the amulet. That is quite a far distance away. We're going to have to secure some form of travel. Narrator. Where can we find some travel? Uh, maybe that's something you should ask around about. I'm asking you. You're supposed to know these things. The narrator does know. The narrator <laughs> only imparts information that the characters have deserved to learn. Oh, Where are we? Uh, what city are we in currently? You are in Gildeem. If you see on the map, it is the purple flag. So it seems like it might be prudent to see if we can find passage to perhaps Opal Bay and maybe charter a vessel. To Cerulea. What say you, companion? I'm here. Give me a second. I'm blowing my nose. <laughs> I had to mute myself. I sneezed and then I've been blowing my nose. Just bear with me a second. So I, I believe getting Sir Reginald out of the cold weather would be very beneficial to the group. Okay, well, now I'm not going to edit it out if you're going to make it part of the canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to even mute it because of that now. <laughs> See, that could have been muted, and you wouldn't have had to be disgusted. Roger, you know what that is? But, that's role-playing. <laughs> that's rolling with it. Do you have inspiration? <laughs> I got snot. Out the wazoo. If you don't have inspiration, give yourself inspiration. I don't even know what that means anymore. The top left of your character sheet should be a little checkbox. I have a check in inspiration already. Okay, well then, too bad. You should have spent it when you were dying. Awesome. Freaking RP here. So while he's uh, nursing himself, <laughs> I'll see if I can find passage from Gildeem to Opal Bay. All right. Uh, where are we asking about this? I'll just see if there's any uh, caravans or wagons or anything like that heading out that way. All right. I, I assume there's some form of merchant or, I mean, this is, the Gildeem's got to have a lot of people that are heading out in various directions at any given point in time. Well, then let's try that investigation thing again. Eh. Eh, good enough. I mean, you come to find out that most of the trade with Opal Bay actually runs through Torum, the other dwarven city that's nearby. Uh, it tends to service the more coastal cities. Uh, as well as boats from White Shore would be able to get you to Opal Bay. Uh, over land at this time of year, it's actually not a very uh, rough journey. Uh, you could make it in 
a little over a week. Okay. So, what do you say, Sir Reginald? Up for a little bit of a ride? How much is that going to cost you? Well, we still have two horse, three horses, three horses. Yeah, you still have well, four horses actually, because that's how many you took from uh, the farm. So we have we have animals. We just have to buy provisions at that point. Right. Okay. Well, I say we go. All right. Pick up some provisions, just some uh, trail rations. Uh, food trail. Have uh, ask Robin how much she needs to get stuff for the horses for the trip. Uh, yeah, we'll say we'll just round it off. Uh, say a gold per week per horse. So yeah, round it off and say four gold for the horses. Okay. I'll throw her the four gold, ask her to get the provisions. And then uh, probably just a gold for each of you for all your rations. Works for me. I can pay for whatever as well here. Okay, so how much am I being charged here? Just take a gold off here. You're, you're perfectly fine, friend. And in the interest of time for our campaign, I'm streamlining a lot of the the formalities of the traveling and whatnot. Because that's no fun. So it takes you on horseback. It takes you uh, six days to travel to Opal Bay. Okay. So what type of city is Opal Bay? Uh, it's uh, it's large because it's such a an important uh, trading point uh, for Theris, but at its core it's still very much a fishing village. Uh, you know, there are some, definitely some large fishing ships that you can see in the dock. Uh, the fishmongers uh, do seem to be wearing rather nice clothing, uh, but it, yeah, there's, it's an important trade hub, but still very humble in its own way. I'm sure there's a, a dockmaster or a dockmaster's office of some sort somewhere. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's very easy to find as soon as you walk into the city. Yeah, I'm going to make a beeline for that, see if I can uh, inquire as to which vessels are taking on travelers heading down towards Cerulea. All right. Uh, you walk in, you see a man wearing a fine gold shirt with uh, some violet trousers. Uh, it would appear that high uh, color contrast is very much in fashion in Opal Bay at this time of year. Well, with the name of the Gemstone City, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Greetings, Sir Harbormaster, I presume. Ah, yes, Master Orc. What are my, you doing so far south? My name is Tag. I'm a, a simply traveling minstrel looking for my muse, if you would. Uh, I was wondering if you might be able to assist me. I am looking for vessels that are hiring on passengers. Uh, I wish to find my way down to Cerulea. And he holds out his hand to you. He's like, ah, Tag, uh, well met. My name is uh, Radford Sykes. Well met, Radford. Well met, indeed. It's a lovely port you have. Ah, we do think so itself. You should should see it at sunrise. It practically glistens. I could only imagine so. I've heard wondrous tales of this wonderful place, and I will be featuring it in many of my songs, I'm sure. Oh, we do look forward to hearing that. Unfortunately, I do have a bit of bad news. What pray tell us the bad news, sir? Currently, all of our vessels are docked. Uh, we're we're not letting any of our vessels out. Uh, we've the last several to leave port haven't come back. Raiders, or just no word. I. Uh, 
best bet would be some sort of piracy, yes. Hmm. That seems problematic. Have uh, you've not sent any to investigate beyond the missing vessels, perhaps a military force of some sort? Uh, unfortunately, our city guard is not very substantial. We've asked for uh, assistance from the Lunar Garden, but haven't heard word back yet. Our, our scouting parties did see a familiar ship uh, docked just to the southeast, though, uh, along the shoreline. They said it was one of the missing fishing vessels, but uh, dared not go any closer to investigate. Well, you are in luck, sir, and perhaps we can be of mutual beneficial here. Mutual beneficial acquaintance here. Uh, my friend and I happen to be adventurers of quite a high order. We'd be more than happy to perhaps take a look and see if we can find out what's going on for you. In exchange, perhaps you can help us get to Cerulea. Cerulea, you say? Indeed. Uh, let's see. That journey would normally cost 20 gold a person. That, that seems like a fair trade to me. But uh, that's assuming you live to take that trip. Uh, we have survived much, much worse. and Or at least so my songs say. Uh, where did you say this uh, vessel was uh, last spotted? How far down the shore? A small cove, about uh, a day's journey to the southeast. Excellent. Uh, we shall be in touch rather soon, I assure you. I hope to success in your venture, Mr. Tag. So I will go and, uh, I, were you, uh, was Sir Reginald with me? Yeah, I'm just quiet. Yeah. So I turn to you as we walk out as like, well, you feel like lighting some people on fire? Because I feel like that's going to be a thing that happens here. Apparently I don't have no choice but to follow you on these side quests. Well, it gets us where we're going to go a lot faster. Faster really is really go. far south. Fine. Let's just be done with this nonsense. All right. Do you want to leave Robin behind? Hell no. All right. Where I go, Robin goes. <laughs> Fights better than you do. She's damn sure better with horses. Well, she's definitely easier on the eyes than you are. So, shall we then? Narrator. Okay. Uh, do you want to wait, uh, wait until the next day, or it's about mid-afternoon at the moment? Okay. Uh, take off in the morning. I guess we'll find some place to bed down. Yeah, fair enough. Call it, a, call it a night, recover whatever we need to recover, give us the horses a day's rest. It's, it's, been, it's been a long journey. It's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. So the sun dawns on the morning of the 20th, and uh, I assume you head out uh, just following the coastline? And that sounds like the plan. So uh, around the evening time, uh, you do come across uh, a large cove. Um Let's see. Did you say around evening time? Yeah, I said it was okay. about a full day okay. southeast of town. And you can see a at least part of a ship kind of sticking out of the cove. It's you know set back into the the cliffside. Okay. Do we spot the vessel? You can see you can see part of a vessel. Oh, I think it's worth uh just, moseying say, on just, over. just kind of the, the bow poking out from inside the cove. I'm trying to take a look around. Does it look like there's uh, the cove has been recently used by people, or does it look like it's just kind of like a natural shape from where we are? Yeah, I'll go ahead and make a perception check. 
I can do that, maybe. Uh, the cove itself is a, a natural formation, but you can see, uh, you know, some ropes and uh, pilings that have been driven down into the water for tying off of various vessels. So it, it's natural, but you can tell it's also had uh, man-made enhancements. So, Sir Reginald, how would you like to go in about spells blazing, or shall we try to be stealthy about it, or should I just walk right into the middle of it? Do we see anybody around? Uh, at this point, no. Okay. You would have to get closer to get a better vantage point of the ship itself. Mm-hmm. I'd say we just start walking towards the ship and wait for the welcoming committee to come out. All right, sounds good to me. Start moseying on that way then. Mm-hmm. So as you get closer, you can start to see uh, a few small uh, lights on the deck of the ship. And uh, you see nets hanging from the side of it as well. Definitely a fishing vessel. Keep walking. Nobody's uh, nobody seems that they've uh, spotted us or come to greet us yet. So, I assume we're not walking loudly. So, how close can we get before somebody finally spots us, or do we make it right to the hull? Uh, I'd say you make it within about a hundred feet of the ship before uh, one of the sailors would notice you. Okay, because it's it's dark out. It's starting to get dark, so you, you can get pretty close before you draw any attention. Is there any way onto the ship that is more? Stealthy, that we could get on without being seen? Uh, if you wanted to take a swim and try and climb up the far side, that would be an option. I am not taking a swim. <laughs> Other than that, it's just the one plank that uh, descends into the small little man-made dock. All right. Well, I would suggest we tell Robin to wait by the dock and alert us if anybody comes from the rear, and we just start walking the plank to get onto the boat. Okay. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> So you see four guys just kind of hanging around on the deck. Uh, there's a couple empty rum bottles around, and uh, they appear to just be laughing and playing cards. Really don't care that you're walking up. Probably don't even notice you at this point. So now the question, are we blunt about it? Do they have any uh, identifying marks or insignias or anything like that? No, nah, just typical seaman's garb. You know, rough cloth. Nothing uh, really stands out. And how long they said this vessel's been missing for a few days now? Uh, yes, it's it's been uh, at least a week since this particular vessel was seen in port. How many are there? Four? Four. Right. Not to mention what's probably underneath. Well, we could always open it up the safe way. They definitely seem like they could be a little bit sleepy. If that's uh, how you wish to proceed, you may. Mm-hmm. Unless Sir Reginald has any objections. No, I send an Eldritch Blast at one of them. (laughs) Somehow I'm not surprised. He is, though. (laughs) Well, for the the time that he gets hit and then falls asleep. Mm -hmm. So uh, go ahead, roll your d20 plus five. You absolutely blast the crap out of him. Uh, roll damage for you. That is a D10 plus three now because you have the agonizing blast ability. So damage one, ten, and three for seven. So yeah, you knock him off the little stool he was on. Uh, his mug and cards go flying. Uh, he, he's moaning. He's bleeding. but uh, He appears to at least still be conscious. 
Okay, now I look over a tag and I say, okay, I forgot why I'm here, why we're here. What are we supposed to be doing? We're trying to get the at least the vessel back or find out what happened to it. Right. Okay. The other three start to stand up and uh, you know, reach Well, some... they stand up until 26 hit dice worth of them go to sleep. Uh, hit points, not hit dice. Hit points, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Force a habit from third edition. So the one that was blasted and two of the others... Uh, don't quite make it up from their chairs, but yes, the third one does manage to stand up and draw a scimitar. So we should roll initiative. Sir Reginald, that's a plus one for you. What am I doing? D1 plus one? D20 plus one, yes. Okay, Okay, so Tag, you will have first action. So, since he seems to be uh, waving a scimitar... I probably should just shoot him. It seems like a wise choice. Uh, that will make contact. This was a short bow, correct? That is correct. Wow. All right, so yeah, you kind of wing him with an arrow, but uh, doesn't really have too much of an effect. Uh, Sir Reginald? Okay, well, um, no, he's still far enough away, right? To find far enough. Well, for me to use a range weapon versus... Yes, yes, he's not up in your face yet. Blast. Okay, well, I'll do an Elder's Blast again on him then. Fair enough. It's plus five, right? Yes. Yeah, five. <clears throat> Sir Reginald is killing it tonight. Yes, he is. So go ahead and roll your damage again. The end of the warmer weather seems to be treating him well, and that is just enough to knock him out. There you go. So you now have uh, one dead seaman and uh, three sleeping ones. Definitely tie up the sleeping ones. And double check the rest of the boat, make sure none of, no, nowhere else is hiding. Uh, the only, uh, nothing on the deck, but there are some uh, doors leading below decks. Well. Can we loot through their pockets and see if they have anything without waking them up? You absolutely can. All right, let's loot these bastards. <laughs> well, tie them up and then loot them. I thought yes. you already tied them up. So, yeah, you uh, come across a total of 50 silver pieces between the four of them. And some simtars if you want to take those. Yes, take all the things. Okay, how many silver? It's 50? 50 total, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take my 25 silver. Uh-huh. And scimitars, you said? Yeah, four total, one from each of them. Okay, so... Two scimitars apiece. Well, you can have all four if you want. I have no desire for them. You can sell them. Yeah, but I also have to carry them. Oh, you poor bastard. (laughs) So, so are you just, like, Assassin's Creeding yourself with multiple swords, or are you storing these away in a pack? (laughs) I don't know how it works here. Hold on a second. Who's making that noise? It's not eyes, because I can hear it. Yeah, Joe, that's you. That's my AC. It just kicked on. Sorry. Holy crap, that is loud. Would you give me a second? I'll kill it. Wow. <laughs> and suddenly, 747 appears on the land of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you can hear the powerful chanting of, <laughs> of an entire horde of shamans. <laughs> I forgot Renee put that on before she went to work. All right. 
So once they're tied up, once we have them all done, I'll start seeing what's in the uh, the holds or the other rooms. Start going through doors, see what I can find. So scimitars there. Do I have to like strap those on? Do I put them in a like MMO bag that just envelops everything? How does it work? I would say if you wanted to, you could put one on your belt. Uh, but yeah, the other three probably have to be wrapped up and stowed into your pack. Okay, well, I guess I do that. And just for my own curiosity, I think you might be able to use it if you wanted to. Uh, no, a scimitar is a martial weapon, so it's actually not even going to help you. So it's useless on my... Yeah, I mean, you could try to swing it, but uh wouldn't be terribly effective. Okay. So you could probably just store all four of them in your pack if you wanted to. Okay, done. All right. So, Tag, you see uh, one large door uh, towards the aft of the ship, uh, underneath uh, where the steering is, and then another smaller door towards the bow. I'll do the large door. All right, so the large door opens up into a chamber with a table and a large man sitting behind it. Interesting. As soon as you open the door, he looks up. Who be you? Oh, I found you guys sleeping on deck. I wasn't sure if anybody else was home, and, well, it was a little bit weird, so I figured I'd come a-looking. Why are you here in the first place? Just passing through looking for a safe place to bed down for the night, and saw a cove and a ship, and was going to inquire if there was friends and fire and potentially food and see if we could exchange maybe song or coin for a meal. Couldn't be farther from a safe place. Why is that, friend? These waters, very troubled. Well, that's sad to hear. Why are they troubled? Because we be troubling it. Get off my ship if you know what's good for you. Well, that's not very nice. I'm going to go ahead and uh, charm him. I assure you, friend, I assure you, we are all friends here. Absolutely 100% friends. I mean... Think of the rewards that you could possibly reap from being a hero. I mean, looking up charm right now. That's good, because I need to look up his wisdom stat. <laughs> it's a wisdom save. If we're in combat, it's with advantage. Otherwise, it is just a straight wisdom save. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember what template I used for this guy, so we'll just say he has a plus one wisdom. We'll go with that. Okay, and I'm at a... Uh, so it's base 10 plus proficiency plus stat, so that is 15. That should be 8 plus proficiency plus stat. Is it 8? So then 13. 13, okay. And he is under your charm. And I just kind of look over to, uh, to Sir Reginald. He's all yours. What the hell am I going to do with him? Yeah, blow him up. We've got no use for them whatsoever. Well, we have the sailors. They're probably a little bit easier to coerce into, you know, actually using the ship. So probably not. Fair enough. Elders blast. <laughs> right to send it. Won't ends. even make you roll since he's not even trying to avoid it. <laughs> uh, but let's see how much damage you deal at least. It's a reasonable amount. So just let me see. Does that break his turn? Which he still need to make a save. I think being attacked will break the charm. Oh, it will. Yeah, so I thought. 
So now you've got a pissed off. Uh, well, I mean, we, we do, but not for long. <laughs> okay, uh, roll initiative. Ten didn't kill him. He's no. I mean, he's like a boss. That is a plus one, Sir Reginald. What? What? For your it's initiative d twenty plus one. Oh, I'm rolling. Oh, I, I didn't know I was doing something. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Okay. Plus one. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> kind of apropos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the captain will uh, jump over his desk and uh, swing a sword at you, Tag. Uh, that is a plus four. Fairly certain that'll hit. Oh, yeah. That hits. Dealing seven damage. Palpable hit, but still not quite round to you. Uh, to which he will receive a long sword to the face. Probably not. No, unfortunately, he parries your blow with his scimitar. Sir Reginald, you are still out of range on this gentleman. Out of range, you said? You're at range. I'm at range. So it's all right to do the um, Eldritch Blast again, then. It's, it's all right to do your favorite thing in the world. Well, it's a beautiful thing. It's blowing <laughs> things up with fire, let's be honest. What about this inspiration thing that I have and did not use? Is that something that I can use here? Because I can't remember what the hell If you is. wish to, what the inspiration does is it allows you to roll two d20s and take the better result. The d20s, that's for the damage, right? That's for the attack roll itself, not okay. the damage. Okay. So whether or not you hit. Okay, so that's just a, yeah, whether I hit. It's not how hard I hit after. Correct. Uh, but hitting at all is better than missing, so... That's what I was thinking, too. I may as well use it if this guy's boss. So I'll use the inspiration. Okay. So yeah. click the advantage button when you make your Eldritch Blast roll. Okay. And now I'm doing what? Your regular plus five. Bonus. I'm bright. Gotcha. All right. So, yes, you absolutely do blast him in the chest. And I will give you a point of bardic inspiration for your damage, sir. Bardic Inspiration is on the D20 rolls. Oh, damn it. And it's also only on your turn, Chief. Damn it. Well, <laughs> it's done anyways. I hit him. Now, I'm doing my one ten three. Yes. All right. As you deliver a crushing blow to him, uh, staggering him slightly, but he raises back up still once again. How can we tell how many hit points he has? When he yeah. stops moving. Okay. Well, uh, but, but at this point, he, he, I can tell you that he is looking in pretty bad shape, at least. Okay. You've done a significant amount of damage to him. Let's see if he's going to be doing a significant amount of damage to Tag. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, So that vicious blow will deal you 12 damage. Well, that's a good thing I'm an orc. (laughs) <laughs> so you drop to the deck and no, I don't muster your courage and rise back up once again. Correct. That well, more or less. Yes. Cause I'm stubborn. So what you've seen, Sir Reginald, because I believe this is the first time this has occurred. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see a, a simtar blow catch tag, like right across the neck, drawing an, ex- an exquisite amount of blood spraying across the cabin. Tag drops to the floor. You, you fear him to be outright dead. But uh, before the captain can even turn a glance in your direction, you hear Tag draw in a large gasp and pull his strength reserves together and stand to his feet once again. 
To which, as I'm standing, I'm going to try to take an upward slash at the Rapscallion. And that will definitely be successful. Oh, dealing an immense amount of damage. You completely bypass his armor uh, from your his vulnerable position to you at this point, and you basically uh, rip him open from crotch to mid-chest. <sighs> Distasteful work. Uh, there is now Nothing, an excuse incredible me, mess in the cabin. I just, I turn to uh, Sir Reginald. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to staunch the flow of blood in my neck. Well, I'm going to heal myself. You can do whatever else we're doing in the meantime. So while Tag is tending to his wounds, Sir Reginald, what have you done? I'm going to loot this dumb bastard, too. <laughs> uh, again, aside from the simtar and some uh, light leather armor, I, I just, you don't see anything of value on him. Okay. Well, that light leather, I would assume, would sell for something. Mm-hmm. How much are we talking? Uh, well, you won't know off the top of your head. Is it badly beat up? It's it's salvageable. I mean, it's just a regular padded leather armor. Yeah, or, I'm sorry, just a regular leather armor. Yeah, I'll take it in the scimitar as well. Your pack is a bulgin. Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> All right, so I'm back up. Twelve more hit points. It's actually respectable. Nicely done. Well, we should probably search the rest of the ship. Make sure there's no more of these wonderful pirates, and then I think we sail the ship back to Opal Bay. Before we do that, this type of ship, I would assume there's some kind of safe around or a some place where there might be treasure kind of pirated away or something. Uh, Maybe the hold. Like might be one of you making an investigation check. All right, and how does one do that? Uh, for you, that is a D20 uh, plus zero. Still makes you the best in the party at it. And you still don't find shit. <laughs> Tag, would you care to make an attempt? Yeah, let's see what I can do. I'm sure it's not going to be... Hey! That's, that's good enough. Uh, here in the office, at least, you do find the captain's lockbox. Okay. Does either one of us know how to pick a lock? I know you don't. Does Tag? That would require the use of well, thieves' tools. I have thieves' tools, and technically I know everything because I have jack-of-all-trades because I'm level two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is yes. a uh, sleight-of-hand check, I believe. Or it no, is. It's, a de- it's, a, it's a dexterity check with proficiency because you have the thieves' tools. All right, so it's, well, half proficiency, right, because I don't have it? Right, well, whatever, yeah. So d20 plus one. Well, you add your dexterity bonus as well. Nope. And this thing is locked up tight. What if I took one of my daggers and tried to pry it open? Uh, sounds like you might be trying to make an athletics check. If you're just using your brute strength, that's a plus one. Yeah, it's it actually wasn't terribly well put together. As soon as you slide your dagger in, the hinges just kind of fall apart. And uh, inside you find 13 gold pieces. There you go. All right, well, I will take that. Uh, 13, you said? 13. All right. I'm taking seven. I'm giving him six. That's fine. You did all the work. It only makes sense. I opened it. Put your little baby lockpicking tools away. (laughs) Are we looking through the rest of the ship? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, as for uh, the rest of the ship, uh, the hold is empty, uh, apart for some, from some old fish. Uh, doesn't appear to be anything valuable on board. Should probably, uh, well, they're tied up. We can at least bring them some prisoners, I guess. Opal Bay may be interested in trying them and finding out more information. It'll be our present to them. So, yeah, I think it's time for us to set sail, head back to Opal Bay. Mm, sounds good. So the two of you, who I'm assuming have no experience sailing a ship, are going to try and sail this ship. I've heard a song about it at one point. I'm fairly confident I can muddle through. Right, cool. Or should we um, wake up the crew and scare the crap out of them and get them to do what we want? Well, let's see. That would be a uh, intelligence check or wisdom check. Uh, for sailing it yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say one of you would make an intelligence check, the other would make a dexterity check. You can, I'll leave it up to you to decide who does what. My dexterity is at plus one. My wisdom is at zero. My intelligence is at zero. Or no, uh, you're going to make the intelligence. check then. Sorry, dexterity is at, yeah, plus one. I've got mm-hmm. 13. And your intelligence is zero. Yeah. Yeah, your int is higher than mine. Mine's at a negative two. Um, so I'll give you inspiration then. So you get an additional d6 to add to it. Okay. And uh, you can make the in check, and then I will make the agility check. Makes sense, because uh, Sir Reginald, you're at least from a coastal village. You've you've seen some ships before, at least. I've been on ships. Don't assume so, you know me that well, narrator. It was a schooner! <laughs> All right, what am I doing here? Uh, so you're just going to uh, start off with making just a d20 plus zero. Uh, go ahead and just uh, type in slash roll 1d6 to add in tags assistance. You you think you know how the mechanisms work? You know how to how to let down the sails. You, it's, it's a ship. I mean, what any peasant can handle these things. Well, how hard can it be? Basically, what's the worst that can happen? Well, that's going to depend on Tag's dexterity check. <laughs> there you go. Even though the sails are flapping all over the place, uh, some idiot didn't tie them down properly. It, through an incredible. Uh, amount of foresight and handling of the wheel. Uh, he manages to navigate between the rocks and somehow dock the ship without crashing into anything. It's rather impressive. I have a giant feather in my hat now that I've stolen from somewhere in the ship. A question. Yes. Where's Robin? <laughs> Robin would have had the foresight to follow me wherever I'm going. You told her to stay behind. Yes, but while we are walking around, getting the ship ready, getting the sleeping crew, do you honestly think I would have lifted those sleeping guys onto the ship? No, Robin would have done that. Robin is right now in the, the hull, and she's looking at what kind of foods she can pilfer from the ship for us for our journey. Hmm. Well, let's see what Robin finds. I don't know what that means. She finds some old fish. I mean, it, it might have been in a can once. But that doesn't appear to be anything a, a nobleman of your sorts would find palatable. Mm-hmm. She'll take it if you want, though. Will she eat it? <laughs> Probably. Then take it. <laughs> old fish. 
just because I was. <laughs> so yes, uh, upon seeing uh, the Cutlass pull into harbor, uh, Mr. Sykes, uh, who is uh, down at the docks, because uh, at this point, uh, yeah, it's probably the next morning by the time you guys manage to get the ship back in. Uh, he sees you coming and he runs down. Yeah, he's like, Lyford, what? Where, where's Lyford? Unfortunately, it would appear that pirates took this vessel. You may find some of them tied up to the, I believe it is called the main mast. I don't remember quite. Uh, I apologize for, you know, the manhandling of the words there. Uh, however, we brought them to justice. We have dispatched of their leader and one of their number and have brought several back to seek to seek trial in your court system for their misdeeds. They were the ones terrorizing your vessels. We have put an end to it. Uh, okay. Uh, where's the leader, you said? Uh, his remains are in the cabin, the captain's quarters, I believe. So he'll signal a couple shorthands to run in there. And a minute later, they'll run out. Master Sykes, Master Sykes, they killed Lyford. I take a look at him. He's like, he identified himself as a pirate and attacked us when we asked what the vessel was doing so far from home. I'll have you know, Orc, Lyford Norman has been a reputable member of our city for many, many years. The Cutlass has brought in any number of fabulous halls that have brought the city great riches. Except for the last week when it went missing. I assume Mysterious. you questioned him before you killed him then, correct? He attacked. I, we defended ourselves. I walk up directly to this person. My eyes change color to red. Incensed, I ask, you dare question us after we bring your ship back? I dare question one who's slain a member of this town, an outsider, an orc and a demon man. All right, that's it. Them's fighting words if I ever heard. <laughs> Burning hands on him. Oh, my God. Well, it looks like we're going to be stealing his ship now. <laughs> Let's see if he makes the save. I'm assuming he's not very dexterous. He fails the save. That is, I believe, 3d6 damage. I don't know. I just got burning hands, melee 15 written down. I'm pretty sure it's 3d6. 3d6, okay. Correct, 3d6. Is there a bonus? No. Uh, Spell attacks almost never get a bonus. Uh, You only get a bonus on your Eldritch Blast because of your Warlock ability. So I got a 6. Hey, how come it says 5? Oh, I did the wrong thing. Hold on. Yeah. You roast this poor man alive. Poor man was trying to attack us. The two deckhands are now rushing you. (coughs) Roll initiative. What am I doing here? Roll one what? Yeah. Uh, Roll your initiative. So D20 plus one. All right, Tag. Uh, There are two deckhands rushing towards Sir Reginald, who has just roast an innocent man alive. Yeah, the deckhands and the victim are the only two that saw, or are there more coming? Uh, more will be coming shortly. How did they know? Uh, he screamed as he was being roast alive. I think he would have been burned pretty fast. I don't think he would have had any way to get the air into his lungs to actually scream out. I just I'll allow it. 
Okay, nobody's coming just yet. Fine. Sleep! <clears throat> Dude, it's handy. And I just had it. Freak. And how many spell slots do you have? Level two? Four? This is a new day. But you were busy sailing a ship all night. That's you didn't true. exactly rest. Uh, I, I know have you have at least... I have three, I believe. Okay, this so level. this would be your third spell then. Yeah. You had two sleeps and a heal now. I knew you had at least three. I was just checking for my own reference. That's enough to knock both of them out. Well, looks like you've done it this time. Again. How fast can you turn this ship around and get us going? I'm hoping pretty damn quick. All right. I'll get these two in the break. Robin, give me a hand. All right. Uh, it's a Reginald make an athletics check. Plus one. You managed to muscle yours in, but Robin is completely useless. God damn it, woman. And uh, tag, let's get that uh, dexterity check. <sighs> Not looking too good. Let's see if anybody notices what's going on. Yeah, there's uh, people on the dock are yelling, pointing in your direction. Crap. Robin, get to the... Get the, the, the plank away from the dock so that we can pull off. Don't let anybody on the ship. <laughs> Okay, so she will pull the plank up onto the ship, but uh, you're kind of scraping against the dock at this point. You're not really making it out of the harbor terribly easily. The boat is scraping or the plank is scraping? The the ship is scraping. Uh, I could use a hand. Okay, well, what should I be doing then? Um, I don't know. Tell me what you think you would do in this situation. Well, no, he just said he could use a hand. Okay, how are you helping? That's what I'm asking him. I need help getting the riggings, uh, like the, the ones that are holding us into the docks. I need you to help cutting them or t- tearing them off or something along those lines. Okay. Well, I... Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can just run over and cut them, can I not? You absolutely can. Okay. Well, I'm just going to use that scimitar. Like, yeah, I got to be able to friggin' cut a rope with a scimitar. <laughs> or should <laughs> yes, I use I, my dagger? Uh, well... The scimitar would probably be a little uh, more effective at cutting through a rope. What about my sickle? Your sickle would be fantastic, That's actually. what I figure. I'm using my sickle on both of them. What do you want me to roll? Uh, let's say... Let's say give us another athletics check to see if you can make it to both ropes in time. So that's plus one again. Seriously? <laughs> Don't judge. I'm sick. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to tell Robin to get her kitchen knife out and start cutting the other one or try to pry it off, whatever. All right, let's see if Robin can do that before anybody gets there in time. She cannot. So at this point, uh, one of the the shorehands manages to clamber uh, up the remaining rope and onto the deck. Okay, have I cut my thing yet? Yes, your rope is cut, but uh, he's now attempting to stop Robin. Okay, fine. All right, well, I'm going to cast a, a, an Eldritch Blast on him. Okay. Do I do an initiative check or anything? Uh, like we'll, we'll, we're just kind of winging it at this point, so just do your d20 plus 5. Uh, unfortunately, with the ship rocking, uh, you, it kind of sails wide, and he will level a punch at poor Robin. Bastard. Striking her. No! Uh, let's see. 
unarmed is only one damage, actually. So uh, dealing her uh, three damage. FYI, she doesn't have a lot of HP. All right. I am so mad. (laughs) Despite my sickness. Hold on a second. Robin's going to try and slash back at him with a knife. Oh, you go, girl. And miss. She falls to the deck. Woman! What is wrong with you? She just got punched in the face. Fine. All right. I'm going to close that distance real fast between me and him. I'm going to use burning hands on him. On his face. Uh, yeah, you could probably get between him and Robin so that you don't burn. Oh, I will. So, make uh, let's face have him make like save. Uh, 12, Lost I don't think arc. that's enough. No, he doesn't make the save, so roll your 3d6. Manage to do just enough to uh, to take him down. There you go. So you now have another charred corpse on the deck. That's fine. We'll loot it later. <laughs> Are we moving away from the... You there. still got that rope. <laughs> yeah, Tag's doing pretty good. Uh, okay, fine. The, the, now I'm going to go cut the rope with my Yeah, let, yeah you, well, let's say you can just cut the rope in time. I think I've got it, friend! This time! <laughs> So our brave adventurers are now sailing off with a stolen ship. Okay, I'm going to loot the corpse of the one that just got on the ship before we get too far. Uh, he has nothing. Fine. I'm going to take his body, throw it over the edge towards the dock, and scream, the same will happen to any who dare follow us. That sounds like you're trying to intimidate somebody. I did, very loudly. So let's try that as a plus five. I'm still mad that... Robin got struck in the face. Yeah, but you murdered the hell out of him. Not that guy. Afterwards, yeah, but he had it coming. Yeah, you, you can see the, the remaining people on the dock are not quite backing off, but a, a little uncertain as to whether or not they should pursue. All right. I've said my piece. We should so, loot the other guy, too. Other guy, okay. Uh, didn't have any loot prepared for that guy, so give me a second. You rolled a 43. What the hell was that for? Uh, D100 for loot. Yes, he has 13 silver pieces on him. You assume that most of the the bulk of his uh, fortune was actually back in his office. Whatever. Just some pocket change he had around to pay off the shorthands. I'm going to take seven and give the rest to Tag. So I'm a little... A little busy selling the ship right now. <laughs> it's just money put it in your pocket. It takes two seconds. I think this would be a great place to end this session as our brave adventurers are making off to sea in their stolen vessel. Before that, though, I grab the body and I toss it over the edge as well of the ship and I holler, Tonight, the sharks feast because of us. So uh, before we end the session, I, I look at uh, Sir Reginald. We do still have three sailors. Would you like to also force them into our employ? Yes, I do. I, I suggested that earlier. Well, since everything kind of went tits up, I think it's time. Apparently we're pirates now. Yay. <laughs> it's not like we were leading an honorable life before. That's fair. <laughs> I'm yeah, going right. to alter the lyrics on this one ever so slightly. That's going to be a wrap for this one then. <laughs> so thank you to, for listening to this 
episode of For the Lore Plays Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. Be sure to tune in next time, whenever that may be, to find out what sort of repercussions this session will have for Sat Tag and Sir Reginald. On a completely out of character topic. Thank you everyone for listening to us. This is episode 150. It would have come out earlier but as you can tell by the sound of my voice and everything else, I've mentioned it on Twitter. I've been one sick after another so it just has not been conducive to recording. But it's not, it has no it doesn't mean that didn't want to certainly I've been dying to record this 150th episode. Our next episode is, of course, going to be on E3, which is occurring as we are doing this. There's already been some some fantastic news come out already, some stupid freaking news, <laughs> and some ridiculous moments and pressers, but that's pretty much par for that's the course. par for the course. Yeah, and so, if anybody knows us, our E3 episodes are usually a laugh riot, and we always have plenty of stuff to say, so, yeah, so make sure you come by. That should be fun. So we will either be recording that, depending on our schedules, either during the, the on the weekend or on Monday, our regular time. Either way, it's going to be a, a very fun episode. So with that, again, thank you to everybody who has supported us throughout all of these episodes, and we will talk to you guys next week. What the fuck, Sir Reginald? <laughs> what, what, what did I do? I was I was gonna try to talk our way out of it. Why? What's wrong? Did I screw up? Nope. No, you were true to character. That's perfectly fine. You made the session and future sessions very interesting. Because now we're fugitives. You say that like that never happens. On the bright side, you have your own ship. Exactly. I'm going to put that Now on you my just need to learn sheet. how to sail it. <laughs> Plus, big ass ship. <laughs> Love it. Ah, just wait. While we're cruising down, I'm going to have Robin repaint the name. We can pick a new name. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast. And lastly, thanks to Manelli Jamal for the show's theme music. We encourage everyone to check out his site, ManelliJamal.com, or find him on iTunes and help support this incredible musician by picking up his CDs.